The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my god. You've got all your charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog. Sitting with my buddies, my buddies among buddies, Kev Hung and Duggan. I got no time. I got no time to be sad about this. I'm here to hang out. I'm here to have a good time. A good Kyle time. doesn't look like he's ready All to hang time. out and have a good time. Well, <laughs> yes. I'm ready. Let's not forget Kyle, the coach, Duggan. Sunday was one of the worst sports days of my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was bad yeah it was and, bad for for a lot of reasons yeah, i know a lot of you know we're pottery fans it was tough but it also happened it coincided i got the notification from espn that the Padres lost like right when the mike williams injury happened it was like bam bam no thank you ma'am yeah so so here we are we are gonna do we're our back. best folks we are going to i have a feeling we're gonna start slow We'll if we're going to pick it up by the third, yeah. fourth quarter. Stick with maybe. us. Yeah. Ride, ride, ride this out with us. There's a lot of emotions to ride get through. Ride this lightning with us. Yeah. Ride this lightning. Um, yeah, we've got tweets to go through, quotes to go through. Uh, and as always, an Ask Bolt Fam. Um, do we have any other segments lined up here, Kev? Yeah, we got a fan focus and a Bolt inside. All right. Wow. Well, so there you go, folks. It's going to be another chunky episode. Let's start it off at the top. Daniel Popper, always a ray of sunshine. Daniel Popper <laughs> tweeting out 0-4 all-time in the Navy color rush jerseys. Outscored 122 to 90 in those games. I, I like I love the colors. I don't think we should play them and play in them anymore. Thank you. <laughs> I think mouth. that's a good call, Kev. Thanks, man. I think we look too good. Like the other team gets more excited to play. Yeah. Yeah. I don't There's know. There's gotta be something to that. Is. It's like they want, yeah, they want to take us to the dance. And impress us at the dance because we look so damn yeah. good. You know what I mean? Let's let's. I, I'm I'm fine not rolling those out anytime soon. What's the? Yeah, just go back to the royal blues. Yeah, royal yeah. blues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Royal yeah. blues. The color. We're, we're good with those. Yeah, we have some fun times with those. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then Popper also tweeted out. Brandon Staley said there was no setback with Keenan Allen's hamstring. Allen did not play in the second half yesterday. 
Staley said Allen did not feel like he could burst off the leg and they did not want to risk further injury. Good. Glad they didn't waste it on that game. Yeah, because we're going to need him back pretty quick to fill out this uh, interesting wide receiving. I don't know. What do we do with these wide receivers? Like DeAndre Carter and Michael Bandy are starting right now. Yeah. They're the guys. Yeah. And more. And more is playing a lot. Yeah. So yeah, let's uh, let's take a look at this, folks. Obviously, we're not. There's no reason to rehash that game. It was yet another <laughs> ugly game. Um, you know, there were a couple of bright moments. Some uh, that glimmers second of hope. quarter, guys. That second quarter, the I second was like, oh, this, was the we got of hope. this back. Yeah, the, the ball's rolling. We're, we're scoring eddies. Right. Our defense is looking good. We're we're getting all kinds of fun stuff. And yeah. then we went in for halftime. And then the game just got dislocated literally right before the half. Yeah. JC blown out knee touchdown pass. That was it. After that, like all the wind of any sail was completely out. gone. Yeah. 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 And that that blown out knee, we didn't know what it was. Uh obviously JC was extremely emotional being carted off the field. And uh Dr. Jesse Morse tweeted out, uh, this was preventable. If you would have put an ultrasound on his patellar tendon before the game, you would have seen significant damage. This is going to be very hard to return from could threaten his career. Yeah, I Can, think the the actual just for those that don't know, the actual injury itself was he ruptured his patellar tendon. Yeah. And yeah, it's uh it, it was like a dislocated knee at first and then patellar tendon rupture and again per Jesse Morse this could be career ending. Okay, who's Jesse scary. Morse? Does anyone know who Jesse Morse he's is? He's a sports doctor. Sports I think he's doctor, a he tweets fan. out about uh different injuries that he comes across um just to give fans or anybody that follows him on Twitter some insight into what the actual injury means. And apparently in this situation like this, something like that was potentially preventable. Uh, how could you have known that? Wouldn't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I kind of technically it it. was preventable, but we're not doing full body scans on every player. The players are responsible to say, I'm not feeling great here. He did just have surgery on his foot previously. Why would he not have brought up any kind of discomfort or, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how this tweet would is is helpful in any way, shape, or form, except to say you should scan all of your players every week to yeah. make sure. How is it preventable other than that? Also, he has a 1.9 stars out of five on his Google reviews. So I don't know if I trust Jesse Marsh. <laughs> Morris, yeah, we, are, we are not uh, we are not uh, advocates of Jesse Morris. We just no. See him as they're tweeted, and, this and it, was, it's gone viral now. Everyone's retweeting this. It's all over everyone's story. It's super clickbaity for sure. It is. It's well, just the guy has no insight. He wasn't a part of it. He didn't have JC as a patient. He didn't tell us beforehand. Now all of a sudden he's saying, "Yeah, this could have been stopped." Could you could say that about any injury? Just the idea that you know, if that I don't know much about patellar tendon injuries, but if he's saying it's going to be very hard for him to return. And could threaten career him, thing is his career. Big. Yeah, that's that's dire. That's bad. Right. That's, that's, that yeah. should be the big thing from that is that this is this is a potential career ender for J.C. Jackson. Obviously, going to be very hard for him to come back from. Um, and we'll we'll obviously keep an eye on how he's doing and where he goes from there. Um, get get well soon, man. Sorry that I know he doesn't listen to sucks. this, but <laughs> no. But yeah, we we wish him nothing so but bad. the best. Um, and then that wasn't the only injury, obviously, for anybody that watched the game. Ari Myrov tweeted out wide receiver Mike Williams is out weeks, not days, 
with the ankle injury he suffered on Sunday, Coach Brandon Staley said. So yeah, his, was his was ankle. a high ankle sprain, yeah. Those are not quick. That's four to six weeks, generally. That's what he said. Weeks, and, not days. And it looked, when it happened and they showed the replay, I was like, that could be broken. Yeah. Like, it, the way oh, it yeah. turned, it was so bad. Like, I think we kind of dodged a bullet in this respect um, that he could come back this season because that looked so so bad like the ankle's not supposed to go that way and the knee who knows what could have it could have done to the knee because yeah. it cranked so hard so it was just like i'm not like to have the amount of injuries we have right now i don't it's remember incredible it's it's an insane amount yeah um i just don't remember a time where hang on hang on there's more yeah. go there's, ahead Willie. but wait there's more <laughs> oh fun uh chris rumpf has an mcl spring oh, brandon staley said he will be out again weeks not days so so who's our pass rush now? I mean, Kyle Van Noy, Van Noy, Van Noyce, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle Van Noy, Van Noyce, Khalil Mack. But then, I, yeah. it's it's a rough time. It's obviously a, a big deal because, like like the boys are saying, there's a lot of guys are injured. I've seen a lot of tweets of people going like, "Here was our wide receiver core: Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Jalen Guyton, Josh Palmer. All have gotten all have sustained injuries at some point during the season." Um, and Donald Parham, and Donald Parham, uh, it's Josh uh, Kelly, it's Josh just Kelly, never ending. Yeah, the the injuries are piling up, and uh, and it's bad. I've seen a lot of the guys pointing out like the uh, the turf at the field as opposed to using grass, and how guys are getting injured way more on turf than they are on grass. So I don't know the statistics behind that. I don't know the science behind that either. But obviously the players do, or at least they have an opinion about it. Um, Looking over at quotes from the coach uh, on the injury updates regarding J.C. Jackson and Mike Williams, uh, Staley said J.C. Jackson has a rupture to his patella tendon. He will miss the rest of the season. Mike Williams has an ankle sprain. It'll be a matter of weeks, not days. We'll keep you up to date on that, but try to take advantage of these next two weeks, then see where he is at. It's the one thing that we have going for us is that there's two weeks. It's the silver lining, yeah. That there's you have that going and into the bye week. At least yep. our wide receiver core. Hopefully, you get Palmer, Parham, Keenan's playing. Like there, there will be guys returning. You're not going to have Mike Mike Will out there. It's just I want to see what this team would be like at full strength with the roster we started the year with. You we know all what I mean would, yeah. it's just not going to happen. Maybe I think that's yeah. I think that's been one of the hardest things is like, we don't know what our identity is. Yeah. We have to, we have to evolve every week based on entries. It's like, who are we? Are we the Cleveland game running attack? Is that who we are? Are we like the defensive tough it out when gritty special teams and defense like against Denver or are we just horseshit like we were against the Jags and the Seahawks? Like what, like what is our idea? Like, it's so inconsistent. Yeah. That it's like, I don't even know what kind of a football team we are yet. I don't think anyone could tell you, like, are we a good football team? I don't know yet. Yeah. I'm not too, losing too hard to faith, say. but I we just still have don't time. know who we are. We still have time to find out. Hopefully. Yeah. We just need, here's the thing. Now it's, now it's really coaching. You know what I mean? You got to get these guys. Not You can't just rely on them to be studs. You got to get some of these guys that weren't yeah. drafted, were practice squad players, you got to put these guys in the right position and have the right plan. And if you don't, it's going to be like what happened on Sunday. I, I, I don't want to blame coaches for that. They were dealing with it on the fly, but it just didn't work. Got to be prepared for anything and everything at this point. Um, 
Staley had this to say on the regression offensively due to a multitude of factors. Uh, you mentioned a lot of things that are contributing factors to our offensive output. I certainly think that the continuity or lack thereof has been a huge factor in what's happened. I think that's just normal. As I told you guys after the game, we make no excuse. I think that you go into every week and try to play the game to the best of your ability with that group that is out there and attack the matchup the best way that you know how. I think the facts are that no matter who is out there, we haven't run the ball well enough at all this season. We haven't been consistent in that way. We've been poor in third and fourth down and short. Uh, we faced a lot of those, and our success rate is poor. Given the advantage that you have in those situations, we haven't had nearly the explosions that it takes in order to be a consistent scoring football team. You could kind of tell what was going on. You know, they just were not, they were putting coverage on everything. Justin, there was nothing. They, they, we were not a threat to run the ball whatsoever in that game. And Justin didn't look like himself at all, at all it in was, that game. It was the first game since all the offensive line changes that we looked dominated up front. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. The, the pressure was instant, it, like almost instantaneous from the ball is snapped. They're all getting pushed straight backwards into Justin. And yeah, because of that, you have to dump the ball off. And because of that, you have to you have to initiate the screen game. And you have to do these things to try your best to slow down the pass rush. But bottom line is we just got beat up up front. They ran the ball like crazy with their little rookie running back that's kind of a stud. Um, but they just beat us up up front on offense and defense. Yeah, I mean, defense certainly seemed to try their darndest. I mean, they got the safety. They were getting you know, fumble recoveries and interceptions and seemed to be at least more productive than, than the offense, or at least the offense wasn't taking advantage of some of those situations that we, I mean, every time that happened, it was like, okay, here we go. Momentum change. Right, we're moving. Right. We're going to switch it up here. And it just wasn't clicking and <sighs> it's frustrating. Um, besides a couple of those big plays that we gave up on defense near the end of the game, like we had a safety, we had right, turnovers, yeah. like, it really was the offense just not helping our defense in any way, shape, or form. Granted, we started out 17-0 um, down, but that was also contributing factors of like really ticky-tack penalties being yeah, called the penalties on our were, there was like, definitely out of control. Man, there was like three or four third-down conversions on little third and 13, penalties. And then yeah. Callahan got called for one that didn't even look like anything. They tripped. They just yeah, tripped together. Yeah. It was crazy. Can't blame the officials, but that does no. definitely played a part in in that first half. Just the, the rhythm. first quarter was just yeah, get going. It just we got screwed on that. And Geno Smith, I don't know where that guy has been. Um, he was a Charger, didn't never look like that. Like he's playing well. So and he just got away. No, the, got away. The Seahawks are not shit. a bad team. They're just like the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're very a mediocre team. They're not a great team. They're not a bad team. They're just a team and. They made us look silly, just like Jacksonville did. Jacksonville's zero and four since they beat us. You know, they're just they're mediocre teams that heck we just did not show up to play. Uh, Staley on the update regarding Joey Bosa's recovery process. Uh, Joey is making progress. I don't have a timetable for his return, other than he is making good progress. He's here in California. We're looking forward to him coming back as soon as possible. What week it's if you so, had to guess? What, what dude, week it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre to me that these guys just go off and do their own thing in rehab. Like, why would you even have to state that he's in California? In my head, it's like high school football where it's like, oh, you're hurt? Okay, cool. You're still going to stand at every practice and listen and be a part of the team. Just sucks that that's not, that's not what it is in the NFL. It's like, 
go off to your basement, heal, and then come back. Let us know when you're ready to come back. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a bummer. I don't know, Kev, what, what week, when do you think he's coming back? I'm thinking I'm going to go week 13. Week 13, he comes back. How long until that 49er matchup? Is that pretty quick out of the gate? Pretty out of the quick. Way? I think it's like the second game. When it's, it's Falcons, Falcons then, then Niners. Niners, back-to-back uh, road games, and then we play the Chiefs again. So it's not it's not getting easy anytime soon. No. No, but we we won't see the Bosa brothers going up against each Which other. Is a, no, probably not. It's a bummer. It is a bummer. And then lastly, uh, on if he would consider relinquishing defensive play calling duties to defensive coordinator Ronaldo Hill. Uh, Staley said, no, I'm comfortable with how we organize things right now. No, I think that that question. No, (laughs) you could have ended the quote there. Uh, He said, I'm comfortable with how we organize things right now. I think that everyone just has to within their role, continue to do it better. Very confident in our setup and in our coaching staff, our players, what we have to be able to do is get some rest and then come back and do our jobs better. That's where our focus will be. It's kind of crazy. Like the, you know, they're asking good, they're asking questions. This is the first time he's been hit with anything like this. Yeah. They're firing at him a little bit now. Yeah. It's no longer. And you could see him when he's up at the podium. It's no longer like, Hey guys, first name basis. Like he's still doing that, but it's not like the same kind of fucking super fun. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a head coach in this business and especially one that doesn't have the credentials because he's brand new to the NFL and all intents and purposes. You you feel the pressure when your team comes off to a weirdly, just like uh, hitting a lot of hitches, guys getting hurt, things not going well. He feels it for sure. So hopefully he responds well. Yeah, yeah. pulling for coach. Yeah, yeah. Looking at uh, looking at this last game, uh, I mean, being beat by two scores is never fun. Uh, Justin Herbert, my God, threw for fifty one attempts and only it's every had, game now and had less than three hundred yards to show for it. His that, QB rating was twenty six point eight. Yeesh. Yeesh. Um, it just wasn't. That was like the. It's so weird because I have like nothing but confidence when Justin goes on the field. Something happened in that game where Mike, Mike, I'm not saying it's gone, but just I lost confidence. Like I wasn't like, oh, I was like, oh shit, we had the ball back. I hope we can do it. It wasn't like, oh, we got the ball back. Right. You know, yeah, yeah, anything just is possible. Something was off. It was just the off. last two games, Justin has been off. There's something there that. He's not confident in who he's throwing to. He's not confident in throwing the ball down the field. He wants to throw the ball to Austin Eckler and Austin Eckler only. That's that's the only thing he or feels Mike comfortable Will. with. That was it. Man, even Gerald Everett has felt like he has disappeared off the face of the earth the last couple of weeks. Right. Yeah. Um, just yeah, there's there is definitely something off. I don't know what it is. Maybe I don't think it's his injury because he got hit pretty hard um in that left rib this week and he he popped back up. Seemed didn't seem to like linger at all. I don't think it's the injury. There's something going on though that he's not comfortable with. And the weird thing to it, I don't, I don't have the stats on this. This is just for me watching football games. We're not attacking the middle of the field at all. It seems right. like we're only throwing to sidelines and sidelines only. And I don't, I don't know what that is. I don't know why we're doing that, but we're not attacking the middle of the field. The one pass that I can remember this week doing it is the pick that he threw to DeAndre Carter trying to find a little hole. Right. Um, but I don't know why our offense is not attacking the middle of the field, especially when you have too high. If you're playing against too high a lot, um, just it's kind of weird. I don't know. Some, something's off with Justin for sure. Hopefully he gets two weeks to relax, heal up even a little bit more. And, yeah. You know, I'm Every not worried about it. He's, yeah. he's, he's a stud, dude. Yeah. He's, no, he's still, yeah. Yeah. He'll be fine. He's still our. QB and we love this guy and we know that he's going to have a bright future. You're my boy blue. You're my boy. You're my boy blue. 
Um, and then looking on the rushing side, uh, Austin Eckler, nine carries for only 31 yards this week. Um, Justin Herbert had the second most rushing yards, <laughs> three for 22. Sonny Michelle, and then Isaiah Spiller only had one attempt, and that was for negative five yards. Not a great start on that. <laughs> yeah, Man, we were really boys. hyped for getting Isaiah Spiller, and boy, didn't really get an opportunity there. Or I guess he did, well, but it was negative five. <laughs> Nobody did much anything. Justin Herbert had the most yards per carry on the game. Yeah. Like, I'm wondering, I'm wondering, you know, because he finally started to move a little bit. I don't know if he was like, F*** you, coach. I'm going to start running. But, like, he, defenses don't have to worry about him scrambling and trying to rush. They're, they haven't been. But when, if you bring that wrinkle back in, they're going to have to have somebody spying him or being ready for that, and that's going to open up something else down the field. So I'm just wondering when we're going to let that go and let him start running if they're giving him that shit. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like a college career. He had a very kind of on and off senior season, but then in the Rose Bowl, when he started running the ball, it was night and day. He just took off and was, he's a he's a different quarterback when he, when he runs the ball. So I don't know what, what they're limiting or what they're telling him not to do, but they need to take the reins off if there are some there. Yeah. Hopefully this one week of just not doing shit, just... Go study as much as you want. Hang out in those ice tubs and the and the hot tubs. Just rotate. Go back. I don't know how to treat ribs. What am I talking about? Do whatever you need to do to feel better. That's all I'm asking. I think for. you need to start a Twitter that says Kevin Duggan MD. MD. Yeah. <laughs> and talk about what this could have been, been prevented. <laughs> yeah, this could have been prevented. If you had come to my clinic that has 1.9 stars, I could have fixed at this. least I three times the amount of ice in that tub. <laughs> at least three. This could have been prevented. I would have prescribed more hugs. That's all I'm more saying. Hugs. Yeah. Um, Ultimate uh, medicine. Extra yes. kisses. Uh, a spoonful of sugar. Yeah. As as the, that's the Disney way. Um, <laughs> all right, folks. Well, uh, for those of you who don't know, and I don't know how you couldn't, we've got a new Patreon. And we've gotten people signed up already. I need to shout out these people because I couldn't believe how many people have already shown up. Uh, Jenny Bailey, Morthenian, Fabian, or Fabian Avendano, Karen Garcia, Natalie Hausknecht, Melanie Arbuse, Bobby Peck, Jeebs, Dia Silent, Bilja, Jennifer Mills, Catherine Ridge, Eric Dean, Mark Busnelli, OM Run, The Mether Adventures, and Nate Crouch. Thank you guys. <laughs> So much, yes. MVPs. MVP. Absolutely awesome. And if for those of you that are wondering, like, Patreon, what are these guys doing over here? Uh, I can tell you right now, we're having a lot of fun <laughs> over there. We've uh, posted a couple of videos now. Our most recent one uh, was pretty fun. We uh, took a look at Rudy and Kyle, the coach Duggan, broke himself down some coach's corner on the <laughs> famous Rudy episode. Uh, should we should we cut to a clip here? Yeah, give a little taste. Let's give a little taste here. One mm. second. All right, so he's got his eyes. He's looking back. Is this? Do you think this is good formation here, Kyle? As far as a wide receiver looking back for good the pass, form technique looks real open. That's all I can say. There is not a defender in frame. That <laughs> cough is the closest coming. thing to stopping this. What would you do in this situation? You take a knee. This is kind of a bullshit play, honestly. They're taking <laughs> Dude, advantage of this, the situation. This play would have resulted in an all-out brawl. Yeah, no Georgia doubt. Tech. They yeah. would not have taken this lightly. No, That's no sure. doubt. Yeah, <laughs> Notre Dame with the lead, running a play at You're the very two end. touchdowns. They're doing toss passes. <laughs> yeah. This is Ball. Yeah, trick plays yeah. at the end of this. Get out of here. Yeah. So yeah, you could have fun stuff like that <laughs> if you go on over and check out our Patreon. We've got a lot of other fun stuff lined up, folks. So if you feel inclined, go check out patreon.com uh, slash slash backslash charge chat. 
Is that the is that the link? You figure it out. You guys are smart. Yeah, just go uh, the easiest thing. Go to Patreon. Just search Charger Chat. Charger Chat. That's yes, the there's only, only one. one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you're not feeling like going to Patreon, folks, that's A-OK. You can go on over to ChargerChat.com. Check out all the cool stuff we've got over there, T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other Charger Chatteers in our member section and ask questions and ask both fam. So go check it out, ChargerChat.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, gang. Well, now it is time to go on to the next segment. I believe it is fan focus. Am I right on that? Yep. Do I got that right? Correct. Is that correct? You've done it. Okay. Well, let's do it. That nail head, you hit it. (laughs) I hit it. Knocked it out of the park. Let's go. All right, guys. We are back with another fan focus. And oh, my God. Do we have a special one for you today? Not only is he one of the best script writers of all of our ass bolt fams, we have Jeebs. The D is motherfucking silent with us. What is up, Jeebs? What's up, man? How's it going? <laughs> Good. I'm so excited to meet you, man. This is uh, fantastic. We, we briefly met at a tailgate a long time ago. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. To, like, to get to do this with was you. Was week one last year? It was a long <laughs> time. It feels like, like ages ago. So, yeah. Um, well, let's kick this off, man. How did you become a Charger fan? Um, well, back in the day, I was like in junior high, it was around the Super Bowl time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, uh, I'm uh, Polynesian, Hawaiian, so uh, Polynesian players. I was a big Tua guy, big Sewell. Um, say I was, it was, it was all say out back in the day, yeah. And uh, but I didn't really have a team, it was more players, and so I was, um, uh, when I was watching that game, I, I liked uh, Rice. I liked Seau, obviously, and then other guys sprinkled in there. But uh, but the Niners ended up winning. Like they scored forty nine points, and they're That's the Forty Niners. And yeah, that kind of pissed me off. So I became a Charger fan. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Seau was my entry into like just being yeah. like you Same know. Fell in love with that guy. The energy, everything about him was just, just. When I think of Charger, I, that's the first one that comes to mind is him and Phil. But say I was, right. say I was the man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so let's let's talk about it, man. Like you know, the elephant in the room. The game against Seattle was tough. It was tough on yeah. a lot of levels. Yeah. Injuries, just kind of how it all went down. There were there were a couple bright moments, you know. But what we what were your overall thoughts on you know that game and kind of you know where where you are in terms of uh, going into the bye week? Um, coaching. I've been like a lot of my friends and stuff. They're trashing coaches and 
especially Staley and all that. And I've been supporting, backing him, and it, it's the last, yeah, I guess couple, two, three games or whatever. It, it's been hard. Yeah, it's been hard to to do that, and especially this last game. Um, I, I don't know. I haven't looked at any like replays of like, especially with that interception that we all thought Asante had at the end of the game. Yeah. Um, and then there was no like uh, no challenge for that. But I, I didn't see like like uh, uh, coach said in the last one, the replay in the stadium is horrible. So we didn't get a very good angle. Yeah. So I don't know if they saw something we didn't or whatever. Um, and like towards the end of the game, we were down, what, 21 points at one time. Mm-hmm at one point and we still had our starters in there. Like they're like, I mean, we're, we're dying out there. <laughs> it's like pull, pull the starters, like keep us, you know, healthy for the rest of the season. But yeah. Um, other than that, it, it's just the coaching kind of things going up and down for me right now. Yeah. Th- and there's so many variables on it too. Cause it's like the players going down like that, that first, like the first couple drives, I was like, Jack, cause you get the interception right off the yeah. bat. And then just yeah. like some ticky tack bullshit calls at the beginning of that game, yeah. just sent us into a spiral that was like, yeah. you know, I just don't, I don't know how to combat that, how to get better at that. But yeah, it was tough, man. End of the day. That was just, yeah. that's just one of those ones you don't want to think about. And the problem is we've had two of those this year, which sucks. Yeah, it's like that yeah, in the exactly. Jags. So it's like, come on, coach, please <laughs> yeah. do something. I, I want to say maybe we get them out of the way in the beginning of the season, but yeah, yeah. Well, we'll it's see. Gonna, it's going to say a lot about a lot about our team and resilience of losing this many guys, and if we can still compete, yeah, and win absolutely. some games with, before these guys come back. So you know, yeah. it, could, it could make us stronger in ways. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so tell us a little bit. You were at the game, so what you know? What was the vibe like? What was the energy like before the game? You know, the tailgate and all that stuff. Uh, the tailgate was fun. I actually took a cousin of mine that was a Seahawk fan and um, we were working on converting him and I let him use like, my Seau jersey. And nice. Was, yeah. And uh, he's, a, he's a he's a tall, like he's 6'6", six, six, kind of skinny, oh, yeah. skinny guy. And he, he kind of resembles Herbert a little bit. And so I was like, trying to get him, you know, so trying to build up the Chargers for him. And um uh, uh yeah, <laughs> so in the beginning it was all pumped, but it it was it was fun. The the whole we started. Um, I just started. I joined the Santa Barbara chapter for awesome. diehard. Yeah, because that's yeah, new, the so newer we were, chapter up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just started uh a couple weeks ago, I think. Yeah, and so uh, so yeah, we started that. They it was our first time having a uh, a tent up uh, canopy. So we went there. We had a whole dessert table and everything. That was fun. Yeah, and uh. It was actually my first time doing the tailgating, actually, because normally we just walk through, yeah, and then uh, that's about it. But this time we actually hung out, stayed, met some new Charger fans uh, or no new people that are Charger fans. Um, but the the vibe inside it, it it was it was awesome in the beginning. Like looked like said. there were a lot of us, man. It looked <laughs> yeah. like it was there's a yeah, lot of Charger yeah. fans in there. Yeah, there was a lot of a lot of powder blue, definitely. I was expecting to see a lot more of the the navy because that's what we were wearing. Yeah, but. There was a ton of powder blue in there. It was good. I just saw a stat like you know we're zero and four in the in the in the navy. So I'm like shit. I was I was, I was just gonna bring that up. <laughs> I was worried about it. I was worried about the navy, but I guess it's yeah. The, the navy's <laughs> the curse of the navy is alive and well. So yeah, um, yeah. 
but yeah, so, you know, in terms of like, you know, let's kind of get you out of here on this one, you know, what your best charger moment, your best, the best time in your charger fandom, like what, what was that for you? Oh, uh, wow. Uh, let me see. The first time that I went uh, to training camp was actually at the, it, I guess it's StubHub Center now, but it used to be the Home Depot Center. Yeah. And um, the first time we went, we went, it was my brother and my sister. And uh, we were driving through kind of lost. We didn't know where to park. It was our first time. And uh, we, we were driving and all of a sudden I saw someone walking by with uh, shoulder pads. And I was like, I was like, who is that? So we kind of drove up next to him and realized it was Doug Flutie. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. So he just started, yeah, Flutie, Flutie. And, and he turned around, gave a little wave. But then, um, but back back then, the, the training camps were like really like not as restricted. Mm-hmm. So you had like players just walking past you and it was, it was really cool. Like that, that was the, the staple of, yeah. That's awesome, the man. Fandom. Have you been? Yeah. Have you been to one of the newer ones? Because it looks like a proper like yeah, event. I didn't go this. Yeah, I didn't go this past year. We ended up the week we were gonna go. We ended up getting COVID. Oh, so we, yeah, we stayed home. Um, but um, the the videos, pictures looks looked insane this year. Yeah, it looked fun. Yeah. So. Yeah. So Jeeves, dude, it was a pleasure having you on, man. Like I, yeah, I every time fun. I see you're on the outline for with a question, I'm like, oh, this shit's gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, no, I couldn't this week. We got home like almost eleven o'clock and I had to go to work at five the next morning. So No, it's good. <laughs> it's good. It's a sprinkling. I I don't know when it's yeah, coming. Yeah. You catch us off right. guard. It's yeah, like, you exactly. know, it's a sneak attack. I love it. <laughs> That's where it's at. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Well, hopefully we can run into you. We're going to try and make it out to that uh, Chiefs game. And hopefully if you're going to okay. go, we can run into you there and, you know, have a beer and uh, try and go yeah, get a, get get a, get some wins going. Get get something rolling oh, yeah. for, for our boys. Oh, yeah. So, all right, man. Well, we appreciate your time and uh, look forward to your scripts and look forward to hanging out soon. Yeah, definitely. All See right, you bro. guys. See ya. All right. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. Well, Jeebs. You are awesome, my man. I'm so glad that we finally got you on the show. Yeah, um, finally. And you love to hear it. I mean, Junior Sale, yet another reason why we get more Charger fans. That guy has left a legacy that will be hard to match for for Chargers, especially for sure. from the from the Polynesian culture. That is uh, really quite a special thing. And uh, yeah, I get it, dude. We're pissed. <laughs> we're 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 it's, yeah, that, but we're here to make better. each other laugh. You know, yeah. Hopefully we can put some smiles on your face today there, Jeeves. But uh, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with Kev. I know we've been wanting to get you on for a while, so I'm so glad it finally worked out. Um, All right, gang. Well, now let's go on to the next segment. It is Bolt Insight. Let's see who is inciting today. As soon as that clock starts, your ass mine. When I met Justin Herbert, man, that dude is big as hell. The goal is to just keep it rolling. I'm in hype because we have a lot of things to be excited about. All right, guys, we're back with another Bolt Insight, and we are super lucky to have Danny and Enrique from Die Hard Bolt Club Ventura. What is going on, boys? Oh, what's, up, what's, what's up? What's up? up? How's it going? Thank you for reminding us and everything. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
Oh, I'm our pleasure, man. We're always excited to meet new chapters and um, and all you guys. I'm excited to learn more about Ventura because I, I went to school up there, so I, I respect the Ventura area. And you know, being Northern fans, a little further up there, it's, I'm sure it's not easy to get Chargers together. So it's important, you guys, what you guys are doing. So before we get started with talking about your chapter, Danny, let's kick it off with you. How did you become a Charger fan? It's funny because I asked that question to my other chapter members. Just put it out there. For me personally, 2005, it was the Colts versus the San Diego with Drew, and the Colts were undefeated. They come to San Diego, and what happens? They hand in their first loss. And once yeah. I seen that, I was like, I like this team. Awesome. Like play. Obviously, you know, whatever happened with Drew, but then we got Felipe, Philip Rivers. <laughs> Felipe Rios, let's go. We got, we got Felipe Rivers, and the rest is history. Off and on, they moved to L.A., even better for us. Yeah. Was so much closer. Obviously, we used to like to go to San Diego, me and my wife. That was our getaway to go over there, enjoy two or three days over there, enjoy, you know, go eat, go watch the game. That was our getaway. But they made it closer for us. So now it's only an hour away. Oh, that works out. Hey, that's the other side of the experience. Like the fans getting their team closer oh, yeah. to them. San Diego oh, yeah. is bummed. Yes. You're, Danny's like, let's ride. Let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> um, and t- tell us a little bit, Enrique, your, your um, yeah. experience, how you became a Charger fan. So I'm originally from Tijuana, so right over the border, San Diego. So growing up, family, you know, San Diego, Charger fans, Qualcomm. So early on, uh, younger, I moved up north, Oxnard, and I started playing Pop Warner football. Obviously, I was from San Diego. We had LT, Drew Brees, you know, all them. So I just, you know, ended up keep playing football, and I kept on, you know, just being a Charger fan. That's awesome, man. Um, w- real quick thing, I'll edit this part out. Uh, I hear a pin clicking. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. It only happened a few times, but it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Um, so awesome. So th- you know, it's so great. You guys, you guys have you on. You know, diehard Bolt Club Ventura. It's tell us a little bit about your chapter. You know, how long you guys have been around, and kind of you know what the what your chapter's like up in Ventura. Well, when they came back here to LA, me personally, I was looking for a team. I was looking not a team, a place to hang out. So we were going to different places. Some places we'll have the game. We have a little group of people. We were going to introduce more group of people. Then one of our good friends, Sergio, was part of the Die Hard originally. And he said, let's go meet over here at this place. We'll start growing our group. So he introduced it to us maybe, what, four years ago? Yeah. Maybe four years ago. So we started working together. We started getting organized. A couple of years later, he had to step down. Me and my friends, we took over and we started working more with the diehard. And we started doing more outside, not just the Chargers, because the Chargers brought us together, but with the diehard community. Yeah. That's that's awesome. That, that, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, so pretty much the same for me. I uh, ended up, I met up with Sergio. At, I think it was one of the local sports bars here. And he said, Hey, you're, I seen your Charger gear. He's like, We meet up at so and so if you want to come by. So, you know, next, you know, next game I was there, met up with a bunch of, you know, fellow Charger fans here in Ventura County. And then next, you know, I knew that if I wanted to go watch a game with Charger fans, I was going to go to either Pizza Man Dance, Social Tap, you know, or used to be Pirates. So we ended up, you know, if I wanted to be a Charger fan, that's where I, you know, I kind of went. And then the bigger Die Hard grew, the bigger, you know, Ventura got more interest. And, you know, we started obviously working with them a little bit more. And, you know, this is where we're at now, you know, we're... That's that's awesome. It seems like, you know, the Dire Bolt Club is just growing so quickly. And, yes, you know, seeing, you know, because you guys hosted the the big uh, get together this year. Yes. Yeah, we did. Yes. I, 
I wasn't, unfortunately, I wasn't able to go, but we got video sent to us and we got to experience it through that. It looked like absolutely amazing time. So great job hosting that. Yeah, um, it, worked out, yeah. it worked out perfect. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was, uh, it was red. The tug right of war was mwah, oh. the piece de resistance. It was perfect. Yeah, um, yeah. It was <laughs> so, fun. Um, but yeah. shout out to all the other clubs, you know, uh, IE, Central Valley, San Diego, everybody that came out here. We, you know, it, it wouldn't have been that barbecue if they didn't make the drive, they didn't stay the night, they didn't make the trip, you know, so shout out to all the other clubs that came out and supported. Like I said, you know, the more people, the merrier. But the fact that it was clubs from, I think we had people from New York or Germany, uh, Minneapolis. So, you know, that's yeah. Fresno, yeah, Fresno. So all these, you know, for yeah. them to come from all over the country was definitely a big success, not just for us hosting it, but for the whole, die, you know, Die Hard has a club. That's, we that's amazing. We it because the way we work here, we're more, we're a club, we're a charger, but we're more family here. All the clubs are family, but I always pride ourselves of being a family. Uh, we just went to a baby showers on Saturday. Awesome. We've been to weddings. We go out with our friends outside the chargers. So we're more of a family and that's why we're so close over here. The other clubs are close as well. And we try to bring that to everybody. Wherever we go, it's always positive vibes. And people come up to us and say, hey, you guys are mature. Yes, we are. We love what you do. We do this. They say, well, it's part of the family. Yeah. We do it as far as the charter community family because that's all it's about. Regardless, we want that win. We love that win. It's positive. But when we get the last, okay, at least I have somebody to cry over. Hey, we lost. It's right the bureau bin. Yeah, the bureau bin. <laughs> that's yeah. my next question. Like the importance of like, you know, when we have a loss like this, you know, you can go run on Twitter, really just start yelling at people, or you have somebody you can talk to. Talk a little bit about, you know, like the wins are amazing. Everyone can enjoy a win. But when something tough like this happens, why is it, why is the Die Hard Bolt Club so unique for fans? Um, in that aspect, I would say it's um, just you get everybody's input. You know what I mean? You feel, I know I'm not the only one that feels the same way, whereas somebody from the San Diego chapter might feel the exact same way. So, you relate in that pain of, you know, being a Charger fan, whether it's the play calling, whether it's some players, you know, I know you can't blame the players, I guess, but it's just when things don't work out the way we expect it after, you know, this offseason we had, it's, you know, it, it sucks, but, you know, we're a diehard. So, like I tell him and I tell a lot of other yes. people, like, you're going to ride with them, you can cry, you can do this, but I'm still going to be there Sunday. I'm still going to be at the watch party and we're still going to be walking this flag. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it, it hurts. But at the end of the day, you know, there's Charger fans and then there's diehards. And, yeah. you know, that's why we're part of this club. And we may complain, we might do this, but at the end of the day, they're all at Thunder Alley. They're all, you know, cheering. They're all partying, you know, and we're cheering our Chargers no matter what. And, yeah. you know, we've been there before. We're going to get through it. And like you said, the Biden might be the perfect time for it now. Injuries, you know, heal up, make some moves. Deadline, uh, trade deadline's coming up. So it's something that, you know, like uh, being part of the diehard, it's, you let it out, but at the end of the day, is all right. We're done. Move on. On to next week. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's exactly. the same. Yeah, same mentality. It's like you know, when you, <laughs> I, I'm never gonna not have the Chargers in my life. So you just gotta embrace it. And like, oh, this yeah. sucks, oh, yeah. but it's my friends and I are together. It sucks for us, but we're gonna roll back. And we you know we're still right now. We're technically in the playoffs still. So yeah, things are still. Yeah. You know, we've had worse easy. starts than this. Yeah. yeah I mean, there's other people that join in the beginning. Oh yeah, are you gonna go away? And then you see them drop off. Then you see the negatives dropping off, but you'll see those true diehards that are there. You'll see them still there after everything. It's like, why are you a Charger fan? Don't ask. It's something that I believe in. Mm -hmm. I like, you stick to your, whoever team you're going to go this week, next week, I'll be on a different team next week. 
but there's only a few of us that can be really diehards. Yeah, I love that. I, that that's exactly how I feel, and I know my brothers from the podcast do. So, um, let's get you out of here on this, guys. You know, a lot of football left. What are each individual? We'll start with you, Danny. What do you want to see happen this bye week? Any changes or any anything you can think of you'd like to see happen before we um, for our me, next game? For me, rest. Everybody needs to rest. They need to open up the playbook. What did I do wrong? What can I do better? Who, where do I have to make a change? Who do I have to make a change? That's what I'm looking at for them to do. That's my thing on it. You? Uh, I would have to say for sure with JC being out for the season, it would be maybe some help in the, you know, in the corners or the DBs and, you know, um, with the wide receiver, you know what I mean? Uh, maybe Josh get more, you know, more, get more involved. You know, Michael Bandy had a good uh, preseason, you know, just, you know, we're hurting the receiver. Hopefully Keenan Allen comes back, but I think, you know, receivers, you know, maybe step up and DB help, you know, I think would be. Yeah, that's all. I, I'm kind of kind of thinking like the Parham Everett tandem, get them on the field at the same time. You yeah. know, Parham's a different tight end, like he's a different yeah. energy. So there's there's a lot of things they can do. I'm excited to see what they're going to do, just like you guys. And, you know, if somebody's up in the Ventura area and wants to join your club, which they should do, if you're listening to this, you're in Ventura and you're not going to hang out with the Dire Bull Club guys, you need to do it. How would they reach out and, you know, apply to become part of the club? Yeah, so we're, I'm on. I actually run the social media for Aventura, so they can hit us up on Instagram, which is a DHBC underscore VC. Um, send us a ad, send us a message. Like I said, you know, we'll we'll point you in the right direction at our you know meetings, watch parties, you know, events we got coming up. Uh, and then I'm also on, we're also on Twitter, which is that would be uh, DHBC VC no underscore. At, and that's on Twitter. Again, they can add us, send us a message, and you know we'll keep in, we'll we'll I'll lock it in with them and make sure that you know they're part of it. Yeah. Well, one more thing before we finish. Yeah. Uh, we also not only are we part of the community and we help out, we have outside stuff. We're doing our second annual toy drive. Last year we did it. This year we're gonna do our second annual toy drive to help out the computer, the community. Yeah. Because we have a lot of people here. So not only are we fans and get together, we also want to help out. So we're gonna do our second annual toy drive. That'll be December fourth, uh, December fourth awesome. at Senesta Select in Camarillo. So awesome. anybody that's hearing that's locally, they don't got nothing to do. December fourth, I believe it's against the Raiders. Uh, you're more than welcome to come by Ventura and support our toy drive. Yes, definitely. Awesome. Well, you guys keep up the great work. You know, really, really appreciate everything you guys are doing up there and. Excited to meet you in person one day. We got to get this yes, together. Yes, I got to get to one of those hangouts, man, because that looks like way too much fun. The yeah, doors Thunder are Alley. always open for yeah. you. Ventura, you just call welcome. us up, you're always welcome. Even Thunder Alley, you yes. know? Yes. So. yes. We're definitely right. definitely going to have Hoping the Chiefs game. That's that's what we're targeting right now. Okay, we'll be right. Right. okay. okay. All so. right, man. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you guys for having us. Oh, Thank We, we appreciate, appreciate your time, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you guys soon. All right, All right. perfect. Appreciate All right. it. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Danny and Enrique, that is 100% right. We are diehard, baby. We are here for the long oh, haul. Day. Good or bad, we are riding yeah. this puppy out to the end till the wheels fall off. And that's just, that's what we do here at the Charger Chat, folks. It, there's no jumping ships. There's no change no. in horses midstream no. here, folks. No. And then when we start doing well for the people that are, you're going to feel pretty lame when we're <laughs> kicking ass. Am I right? going to feel pretty lame. Pretty lame. It's easy to root for. It's easy to root for a team when they're winning every game. Of course. It's, exactly. It's that's, hard. It's that's hard. what a bandwagon fan is. Yeah. Yep. 
So yeah, you got to ride it through the thick and the thin. And if you're in the Ventura area, go check them out. Absolutely, and go, yes. Go, For sure. You know, subscribe. Not subscribe. Go send them your <laughs> submission. That's what that started with. An join S. and go go join them up. You know, one they're really us, awesome guys up there. One of us, Google gobble, one Google of gobble. Us. Ah. <laughs> Um, yes, Enrique, Danny, thank you again so much for coming on and chat with Kev. And now, folks, it's time to go into Ask Bolt Fam. I think we're getting a little bit of salty and sweet yet again this week. Are <laughs> we surprised? Salty? Not no, at all. Let's go into it. <laughs> time to put your money where your mouth is. Oh, hi, guys. Don't jam a thumb up his bottle. That's what you do. <laughs> I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy. All right, folks. Ask Bolt Fam. Sweet and salty edition coming in hot. Starting off with House of Hain. Who asked the question? I'll say, I'll say we can't stay healthy, and that reason is why we are playing bad. I'll say, I'll say it's a team sport, and we die with the team. Love the team. What say you guys? K love you, bye. I'll say 13 should have gone to IR. Time to regroup and clean the sheets after that bad Taco Bell incident. <laughs> yeah, it was dirty. That was a couple quesaritos after midnight. Easily. Creamy um, jalapeno everywhere. It was just a mess. <laughs> it was hot. It hurt. And it was a mess. <laughs> it was uh, hot and it hurt. Uh, uh, gross. Let's see. Yeah. We, I mean, yeah, we, we, we ride with the team. Absolutely. But I mean, as far as the, is the health to blame for, for where we're at right now? Um, I mean, losing almost apart, the entire sure. wide receiver core. I mean, it certainly kind <laughs> like, of feels like that plays a part. You're just like you're, we're not even uh, we're not even a shell of what our starting roster was supposed to be, mm -hmm. and it's crazy. And I mean, the injury to Herbert that I think was really the ultimate one. Like, it, yeah, that, if that he had a completely this. healthy Herbert, I think this would be a completely different conversation. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, as we mentioned before, the rib injury that's not something that even though he's not on the injury report. Doesn't mean the guy ain't feeling a twinge every now and then yeah. from from chucking that ball. So, um, and just Rashawn Slater, Joey Bosa, it's yeah. like all of big our plays, pro bowlers big names, have guys. Been played. Um, what do you think, Kyle? You got a thought? Yeah, I, I was just gonna say the de the defense has for the most part stayed pretty healthy. Now, obviously, Joey Bosa, and this week we lost JC, but outside of that, like the defense needs to step up and start shutting teams down. Right. We yeah, can't. I agree. We, we can't allow. We got to keep teams to twenty points to give us a shot and. That's just reality. Hopefully we can keep them in the tens, but defense has to step up and start start putting in some work. Absolutely. Yeah. They gotta help. <laughs> they gotta be the suture on this uh yeah. offense that is uh that is bleeding very Amen. quickly. Um, House of Hain, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Space Raccoon, who asked the question. What has to change for us to stop being the same old charges? Injuries, coaching. Questions in disappointing seasons year after year. It's it's a different kind of losing. It's not the same old, <laughs> we found same a old. New way. We're, we're winning. We're winning the close games we always lose, and we're getting blown out by bad teams that yeah. didn't, didn't always happen in the past. So it's a different kind of old Chargers. It's a different energy. <laughs> interesting spin there, Kev. It is an interesting spin. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. just saying it's different. We are used to getting bit by the injury bug, but. Right now feels like it's all going to be second stringers out there short of Justin well, Herbert. I know that's not exactly the case, but uh, on the offensive side, man, it's been uh, it's been a rough go. Yeah, I don't know how you stop. No one knows. 
if anybody knew it, this thing would be fixed by now, but no right. one knows how to stop this from being continual every year thing. I, I don't know. It's, it's insane. Maybe it, a grass field that'll solve all of our issues. There you go. That's grass what Twitter field. seems to think. Yeah, Twitter yeah. seems to think a grass field would fix it. Hey, Cronky. 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 Yeah. Just quit being a cheap ass. I'll pick up the seed. <laughs> Put some grass in there. Just pay for the water. That's all we're asking. Yeah, for. we're here. We're, we're renting from you, right? We'll fucking fix yeah. my place up a little nice, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Cronky, the Son landlord. Of a bitch. <laughs> um, all right. Well, there you go. You keep raising the rent and you're not fixing any of my my air conditioner sucks right think, now, okay? I think can you <laughs> I can recall you having that exact conversation when we used to live together. So yeah. I think you're feeling a little triggered right Sorry, now. But I'm having uh, flashbacks. <laughs> landlord flashbacks. No. Swamp cooler is not the same as AC. <laughs> Space raccoon. Certified fresh. Thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to Dirty Ferdy, and shout out to KC Bolts fan, Productive Supplies, Rat Human, and Bolts and Food. <laughs> There's some certified fresh in there. There is a little certified fresh in there. I, you know, a lot of you guys were kind of asking the same question. There's bits and pieces in here, but without trying to keep this under two hours, I'm going to go with Dirty Ferdy, who asked certified the question. Fresh. Good evening, Bolt fam. First time here and want to start off with saying you guys rock. Every time I'm at odds with these games, I can watch the podcast and your positive vibes keep me going. And man, do I need you guys right now. <laughs> that game this afternoon, I just don't know where to start. That first quarter going 0-17 to the to the sea chickens had me fired up. <laughs> then we showed some life with two scoring drives to the close to the gap. Uh, saw some hope and thought, man, we could pull this off. But then more injuries. JC Jackson goes out just Saw a dislocated kneecap guessing he's done for the year. And Mike Williams, ah! My question, what the f*** is going on here? I love Staley. He took the Rams to a number one defense, but we are struggling. We have all the acquisitions, and on paper, we are on fire as far as talent. So seven games in, and I get it, injuries. But at what point do the coaches figure this out? I know everyone, including myself, loves Staley. But do we seriously start looking into a veteran coach that has proven to get it done? I mean, look at what Reed has done with the Quaves. Is Sean Payton the answer? Help me out here. Can't love you, bye. The Sean Payton thing is just annoying as fuck right now. It's like the easy... It's so weird. It's the easy answer, like, of course. But honestly, like, we are we are a shell of what this roster began with. It, it, it's not even close, man. And and Justin being hurt at the beginning, there's so many factors you have to look into. I don't think it's just like the coaches, they don't fucked it up. Let's find somebody else, bring them in. You know, I just don't, yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. First of all, second of all, there's no reason why we can't make a little run here and get healthier. And right. I just, we just can't, we just need to play good teams all the time. Right. <laughs> that's the only way we're going to be in these games. We start playing these shitty teams. We're going to keep getting blown out. Right. Um, I don't know. No, yeah, yeah, I don't I, have an I, answer there. Sorry. No, I don't. I don't either. I don't. I don't know if it's the coaching. I. I really don't know. I think that it's. We're gonna find out. It's got to get better, um, because if you have a guy like J.C. Jackson, has all the talent in the world, he's a Pro Bowler, leads the league in picks every year, and he can't figure out a scheme. I don't know. Like part of that sounds like it's coaching a little bit, you know. And then you have backups come in. Backups are only going to be as good as prepared they are, and I think we're going to see down the stretch here the next over the next 
four to six weeks how good our coaches are and and preparing a new game plan that's different than what they worked on all offseason and getting creative and trying new things. Um, because yeah, it doesn't look good. I mean, but at the end of the day, look at Bill Belichick right now. Well, he's he's one of the greatest coaches of all time. He's sitting at three and four because he's got garbage on his team right now. Like his 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 team just isn't good. He's got no quarterback. Um, it, you're as good. You, coaching can help, but you got to have the players. Coaches aren't out there throwing picks. Coaches aren't out there getting flags. Coaches aren't out there fumbling the ball. Like that's that's not coaching. Um, there are things that they can do to help you be better prepared. And we do need to get better. And we're going to see over the next four to six weeks how good our coaches are doing that. Right. Big time. All right. I have hope. Yeah, we all have hope. We got to have hope. Dirty Ferdy, KFC Bolts fan, Productive Supplies, Rad Human, and Bolts and Food. Thank you all for, in roundabout ways, asking the question. Uh, Let's move it on now to Friar Bolt, who asked the question. What the holy hell was that? (laughs) Jesus. The only positive I could take from this is that the bond comes at a time when we need it most. <laughs> and we have a winning record. Does it feel like we will always be cursed? Where do we go from here? Bolt up. Okay, we'll be by. Sexy baby strikes again. It does feel a little bit like we're cursed. I'm not going to lie. I don't it believe feels in that curses. Way. Yeah, it's hard to not it, feel that way. It's hard to deny that that's, what it, that's just what it appears to yeah. be. I don't know. It was just weird because last year we were like, we it was like one of the healthiest we've been in a long, long, long time. And this year is the complete opposite. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you sound like the broken man. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm not fully broken. I'm just like, I hate losing games like this before the bye week. It's just know, not yeah. good for me. It's not good for anybody. It's not good for the team to sit on that garbage for two whole right. weeks. That's Letting your that last tester. Yeah. Yeah, or it's, it's motivation. Good, like, motivation for them to pull their heads out and get better. But as a fan, you're sitting there just like this helpless, like, it's like baby seal without their mom in the middle of the ocean. Like, yeah. where oh. am I floating? What a picture you just painted. Where there. are we? Headed? Where am I going? Yeah. Mama. I barely know how to swim. Help, Mama! Mama, Mama. I <laughs> I'm just a baby seal. Wow, why did I go baby seal? That was weird as shit. I know, that, that was, was very weird. weird pull, that was yeah. very interesting pull. I mean, <laughs> oh, cute, my brain's kind of messed up. Baby right seal with no mom. <laughs> I might be oh, on man. the yeah. in the arms of a seal. <laughs> um, yeah. Where do we go from here? Hey, it's out of our hands, bud. All we can do is hoot and holler and bolt cheer up. and bolt the. F- up and stay off Twitter <laughs> and stay the f- off Twitter. <laughs> if you know what's good for you, Friar <laughs> Bolt. Thank you for thank asking you. the question. Moving on now to Tom Telesco's burner account hey. and shout out to Uckwheat. You guys asked the same question, but I'm going with Tom T's burner account. Here we go. Why can't we stop the run, man? I thought Staley came here to be a defensive guru. I've been trying to see the best in what he brings to the team, but if we can't be top 10 to 15 in total yards and points allowed, I can't justify him being here next year. I was excited after last week's dialed-up third-down blitzes. Where was that same aggressiveness? Please, Staley, we need you to step up or I'm on the Sean Payton train. I still haven't given up hope as I think he is a great in a lot of ways. Also, I hope we trade for a speedy wide receiver because we are getting zero separation. 
Losing Guyton was massively understated. Love you guys, man. Peace out. That's funny you say that. Like the Guyton thing. I wonder if he was like the extra, the piece. That extra piece that just kept all these defenses Keenan honest. Allen. Keenan Allen's been out the same amount of time, so it could be Keenan. Maybe it's a combo. <laughs> Maybe it's, it's a combo. It, it there could there be a is combo, no yeah. separation, though. That's yeah. that's just true. It's like even when he's getting the ball to DeAndre, um, it's like he's has a man on him. It takes a perfect pass to get in there, basically. Yeah. Um, Bandy too. Like it, it, they're just requiring such perfect passes, which I, I don't. I don't think other teams respect our receiving core. I mean, and they just go man up, and they can run with everybody except Mike. So you put a safety over the top of Mike and say, "Good luck." Um, yeah, it's just when you don't have multiple weapons, it's almost like put Austin out there at wide receiver and see what happens. Yeah. But the trade, like we're coming to the deadline. It's happening here pretty damn in a pretty, week from pretty today damn as we soon. record. So right. yeah, we'll, we'll find out how, what they think of the season. Do they think we're going to, you know, we still have a shot. We're going to make a real, make a run and just go after somebody now to, you know, help put a bandaid on until we get some of these guys back. Or is it, let's see, let's do with what, you know, with what we got. So it'll be interesting at, at the end of the day, do. I think you have, I, I think you have to address it with Jalen Guyton being out all year, Josh Palmer being kind of underperforming. You, you, you need a third wide receiver. You have to have one. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I don't know if it's, I don't know how you address it or where you address it, but th they got to bring something, something to the table. Just doesn't feel like we have enough, which I don't know. It sucks. Maybe we do. Maybe Palmer comes back and goes off. But the first four or five weeks when he was in there, there wasn't anything special to to be seen from him. Yeah, I mean, with all the money that they've put into players this offseason, I mean, obviously the goal was we were making a run here. We got to go for yeah. it. And uh, yeah, I think. Well, that's the whole thing, right? It's still Justin Herbert's first five years. You got to exactly. make a run while he's in his rookie contract. Exactly. Um, all right. Tom Telesco's burner count and Uckwheat. Thank you guys for asking the question. Moving on now to Derwin's Dirty Duck. Who asked the question? Man, oh man, this one hey. I was rooting for JC so bad today that and to see anyone go down like that is bloody horrible. Keenan back, but obviously on a pitch count. But nice to see him suited. I could talk negatives all day, but you know what? I'm not just that guy. Yeah. But let's look at some stuff. We're still four and three. And not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. We're a beaten up team who has won some tight games this year. We would normally lose those every single bloody time. I reckon that's the sign of a good team. Playing shit, beaten up, and still winning games. <laughs> the Seahawks are a better team than everyone gives them credit for. Let's all just take a deep breath for a second. Okay. <sighs> We are Charger fans, baby. We need to ride the highs and the lows. Surely you are all used to this by now. But I'm telling you, when one day we see our boy Herbie at six foot six inches of that glorious man meat <laughs> with his golden mane of chivalrous hair and that smile, oh boy, oh boy, that smile that could light up a room. All 245 pounds of beautiful <laughs> flesh with a bone structure to rival that of the most beautiful Hollywood actors. <laughs> Holding that damn Super Bowl trophy above his head. This will all be worth it. And every single ounce of goddamn pain they have put us through will be worth it. 
Anyway, <laughs> my question is, outside of football, who's your biggest man crush and why? Oh, that was so much buildup for that oh, question. I love that. That was awesome. 245 pounds of beautiful flesh. Um, man crush. Man crush outside of football. Hmm. Good question. Great question. It's a very good hypothetical. You like that one, I okay? guess. Yeah. Yeah. Dig in. It's not something I think about often. So I it's not really... something I've ever thought about. No, I don't know. Man Nothing crush. jumps off. You're not a Jason Momoa fan of the big, you know, barely man or the Ryan Reynolds, the witty Urbane. Oh my God. My brain's not working. Actor who played Venom. Tom Hardy. Handsome. Hardy. Hardy. Fucking handsome. Hardy's okay. a good one. I like that. And he's, yeah, badass. You ever seen Warrior? I did. I loved it. <laughs> I did. Did you ever see Warrior? Time. I did. <laughs> Fucking loved it. Hardy. Final answer. Hardy. You ever seen it? You ever seen it? Watch Fucking it. Take a minute. I'm Hardy. What? <laughs> I'm Hardy and here to party. Let's ride. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Um, Hardy. Yeah. Oof. That's hard to top. Um, Walter Matthau. <laughs> it's no longer with us but charming oh god it's a good one <laughs> i'm just saying random names now i know hang on i got it uh bu -bu 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 -bu. you know mark ruffalo i think that guy doesn't get enough cred you won't like him when he's mad though when he's angry mm. Mm. <laughs> or RDJ Robert Downey Jr. You're just a superhero guy. Hey, you, big you Avenger. Know. Hey, I like what I like. You ever seen it, Kev? You ever seen <laughs> yeah. Avengers? Hey, Avengers. You ever seen it? Watch it. <laughs> Fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <that's laughs> it. Any other ones for you there, Kyle? <laughs> Any other man crushes? I think you guys hit a lot of them. Yeah, there's a lot really of options job, out there. Yeah. I think Walter we were taking batting takes the practice cake, just to take them out. <laughs> um, just teeing them up. <laughs> Derwin's Dirty Duck, thank you. Thank you. For asking the question. <laughs> Good question. Let's move it on now to Bolt Fan 43 and shout out to Leo Bolts. Going with Bolt Fan 43 here. Here we go. Why has Herbert been throwing into such tight, almost non existent windows in the middle of the field lately? I know he's our boy, but man, some of those windows were tighter than a butthole, and Herbert was going <laughs> straight raw, dog. Also, I'm all for getting your best players the ball, but having Eckler not only be your reception leader, but number three in the league in receptions behind Tyreek Hill and Cooper Cup seems like a huge red flag for our offense. Could Coach go through a handful of these checkdowns and see what might be going on in a future Coach's Corner segment? I don't know, Coach. Does that sound like a sound like a cup of tea for you? Going through a handful of checkdowns, just a handful. Could, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could I could grab a couple and see if there was nothing. Like both of your scenarios kind of go hand in hand. The fact that he is having to hit these such tight windows down the field is why he's checking it down. If guys aren't getting open, the quick thing is to check down, especially with the pass rush because you have 
a banged up offensive line that has two of the original starters. Like, yeah, I mean, those both of those things go hand in hand. You want him to continue to try to hit really tight windows or take the easy check down to egg. And every time he checks down to egg, he gets four at least four yards. Something, something's right. really yeah. gonna happen. That's nothing to complain about. Sometimes he turns it into a huge gain. So um yeah, I I I I understand the frustration. I want him to go downfield. It's hard to put sustained drives together because you end up having a penalty that puts you behind the sticks and you end up not converting. Um, but I don't know. I think we just need to get cleaner and and give what they take us until they try to get aggressive and come up. If you can consistently just beat them up underneath, they will come up and then you can take your shots. There you go. All right, all right. Well spoken. Bolt fan 43 and Leo Bolts, thank you for asking the question. We'll see if we can get Coach to take a look at those in the future. Uh, let's move it on now to JDM2118. Who asked the question? Hey, Holmes, what the f*** is going on with this offense, yo? I know motherfuckers are hurt, but shit, dog. When the D stops, then stop, then stopped again and gets a safety and then get the fucking ball right back. Yo, what the f***, yo? <laughs> I'm just a little frustrated right now, homies. Stay brown. Can't love you. Bye. Fuck. <laughs> Jeez. Honestly, when we got that safety, I was like, okay, I know we're we're behind a good amount, but this this is we but could, huge. I've seen us I saw the Browns game last year. I know this is this is we're capable of such feats. Not this time. It was frustrating because they the defense was trying to help us. They were really trying their best to help they our were. offense out. Yeah. Offense just couldn't get it going. And even on like the fourth down attempt, it was not happening. So um couldn't say for sure. I don't know if it's just one thing there, JDM2118, but uh, hey, we're frustrated too. We're with you. Just got to figure it out quick, please. Just got to stay bolted up, baby. Oh, God. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Herbert is my daddy. Uh, shout out to <laughs> El Guapo, Murder on My Street, and Boltville714. Go with Herbert is my daddy, who is, as he mentions, not certified fresh, just figured out how to change his username on the website. Oh, so, fair enough, fair enough. <clears throat> I don't know what he was before, though, so either way, he's not certified fresh. He made sure to... See, this is this is the kind of this is teamwork helpful. I'm looking for. <laughs> See, you're playing defense, I'm playing offense. Yes. You just set it up for I didn't have to do anything. It Here worked out. Here we go. <laughs> or vice versa. As a diehard Chargers fan and a Yankees fan, don't hate, I was pulling for the Padres to go all the way. I woke up feeling numb to the world. Why must sports come with so much disappointment? Anyways, I want to hear your guys' thoughts about trading for players and or picking up free agents during the bye. Is it a necessary step to compete for the playoffs with all our injuries? I feel that it is clear we need another wide receiver that can create true separation which is something I don't I didn't see much of yesterday. Enough of the negative stuff. We're 4 and 3 going into the bye in a very average looking AFC bolt up. That's a good point. The one thing you did bring up like the AFC is very average this year. There's no besides the nine, Chiefs there's, nine wins is getting you in the playoff. I feel I'm like confident it. in I feel nine like wins. It. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, if we can year. go, if we can go 500 to end the season, I think we get, we sneak in the playoffs. Now, if we want to be competitive, <laughs> I do agree. I think I think we need another wide receiver. Yeah. Um, what you have to give up to get it, it's tough because if you keep building, I mean, I guess the Rams did it, but if you build your team around just veterans, just guys that you're going to pay big money to, you're gonna you're gonna hit that 
hit that balloon, hit the ceiling and kind of crash. So right, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we're willing to hedge everything on this season that's already been so there's injury ridden. There's so many guys that are out right now that just one wide receiver isn't gonna, I don't think, make a huge, absolutely huge fucking difference. Unless you're talking like a superstar. And I don't think that's gonna I don't think that's gonna happen. I think it's gonna be like what everyone's talking about, like Elijah Moore, some of these disgruntled players that won off the team, that kind of energy. If I saw something like that, I'd be like, okay, like, why, why aren't they throwing to him in, in New York? Like, what, what's the problem there? But if they went yeah. after somebody that was like a legit somebody, I don't know if I'd be thrilled about it, though, because you'd have to give up a lot. Yeah, I'm in a weird no man's land on this. Sorry, I just talked in a circle for no It's man. hard. I mean, it's... It, it, <laughs> You're damned no, no, if you do and damned if you don't. Worked it out in yeah. my head while you, I was talking. You got to either shoot your shot and go in this year and... You give up a lot moving forward. I mean, that's what the Niners did, and they still took a fat L to the Chiefs this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. All good points. Uh, we'll find out as, with the trade deadline looming ever closer uh, if the Chargers and do. Sorry indeed. about your Yankees, too. That sucks. It hurts. Hurts everywhere. Uh, Herbert is my daddy. El Guapo, Murder on My Street, and Boltville 714. Thank you all for I asking the questions. You. Let's move it on now to Leo. Who asked the question? I've had it with this mother freaking offense on this mother freaking team. Lombardi needs to go and receivers need to be traded for you. Can't run a mother freaking 22 caliber offense with a howitzer. <laughs> Two mother freaking questions. One, with Shane Day at the helm, can we see improvement and more creativity on the offense? And two, how possible can we see mother freaking Philip Rivers in the OC role for the Bolts? K love you bye and Bull fam, let's mother freaking ride. Uh, fuck. That felt, I felt cheated on the freakings. I don't know what it was. There's something about I that. I just I read them as they write them. Leo, I appreciate the PG thirteen aspect of that, but Sam Sam Jackson's got to go full fucking R. <laughs> I'll bleep them for you just so you can think that I said the F okay, word. Okay, cool, 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 <laughs> okay. cool, 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 um, Yeah, Shane Day. This this question, I, I appreciate the question. This feels just like panic mode. Like, oh, what do we got? Oh, stick yeah. them in, you know. Should like, we go back to Shane Day? What's <laughs> Philip Rivers doing? Does anybody have a line on Philip Rivers? Yeah, yeah. He likes to call I plays, just, right? Yeah, he knows offenses and defenses. I just, I just looked up Shane Day's resume. The guy was never an OC, even at the high school level. Was he never called for to us? play? Shane Day? No, no. He, he just no, got him. He he's coach. been a quarterbacks coach oh. or offensive quality control. Oh, I'm thinking of Shane Steichen. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So he's. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're gonna get. You can't. I can't tell you it's gonna be creative. I mean, he, he may be. He may be little little giants annexation of Puerto Rico up his sleeve, but I have no <laughs> idea. Good play. Good call. Good, Good call. No actually, that's a Patreon play we're going to watch. We're doing that on Patreon for okay. sure. There you go. Um, all right, Leo, I feel you. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Staley's Nuts and Bolts. Who asked the question? Run, two-yard, out, route, third and long. 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 Run, two-yard, out, route. <laughs> Third and long. <laughs> is this insanity or is it just me? <laughs> well put. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. The, the My prediction that um, we'd get our center back and Lindsay would make everything okay again. 
Didn't didn't pan off. out. Yeah. I blew. I missed that call. Just ten. Just yeah. a smidge. Big time. Um. Yeah. Uh, wish we had a better answer for this. Uh, yeah. It seems insane when you write it out like that. Yes, it does seem like insanity. It's, it's the most frustrated I've been watching a, a Justin Herbert led offense. I'll just say that. I just don't get it though. Like the second quarter, the offense looked good. It was clicking. It was moving the ball. We had a 78 yard drive for a touchdown. What do you and think? Just nothing. What, what do you think of this hurry up? We're constantly, and I feel like they're doing it just to keep the defensive linemen like at bay. That would have, that's what it feels like to me more than um, anything. Usually you do it when you got the personnel that you like. So if they have a person, they can't mismatch, get off the field, obviously. So they can't make it, they can't change personnel. That's usually the only reason. But you do if it. we're rushing to do that and we're not executing, why don't we just slow the f down? Yeah. Figure if you can't shit do out. it effectively. There comes a line where you're like, this is not catching them off guard. This is just putting us in a bad spot. Exactly. So I'm maybe a little less to the hurry up option maybe maybe know. you also have to it's Steady. hard to call a hurry up it's all it's hard to call it like as a coordinator it's not easy to just like oh on the on a whim go boom all right let's run this play yeah um i don't know how that communication works if they turn the mics off if they turn the comms off i don't know how that works in the nfl if justin if they call three plays in the huddle and they just go um i don't know i don't know how all the it coordination just, it feels works. like in that last game and some of these other games where we go hurry up and we're like you know like you said keeping the personnel on the field we have some three and outs that are over in like 40 seconds, like 35 seconds we're off the field. It's like, let's, if we can't burn up the clock running, let's burn up the clock in the huddle a little bit. Let's, <laughs> like, let's control the time of possession a little bit just more. Just give our defense a little break. Just Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're asking so much of them. Just don't go, just cut it down, cut it in half. Cut the hurry up in half. I don't know. I'm, I'm pulling it, pulling we're, straws. We're grasping at straws. Yeah. yeah. I feel you guys. Staley's nuts and bolts. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to OM Run, who asked the question. I don't know how I can keep watching this. I don't remember a team falling apart like this. This is painful. I guess my question is, how do we bear it? Because I don't think I can. Game over, man. Game <laughs> over. I think the I think the answer's in your name. Go for run. a job. Go for a job. <laughs> just Go run from your Go feelings. Jog it out. Just jog it off. Bring yeah. some, you know, yeah. just get you that can heart rate those up. Feelings. You know, crank it out. You know yeah. what I mean? It might be worth not like drinking so much alcohol on the days that we play football because generally it's easier to get over it when you're not like, when you're hungover and you had a bad loss, that's kind of the worst pocket to be in. Sure. Tough. Yeah. Yeah. So it's maybe until we can kind of get our rhythm a little bit more, right? A little, little, let's click little a little pep more. in our step. Maybe we just cut down the intake a little bit. Mm -hmm. But, you know, do you do you? But well, from my experience, um, hangovers are much worse. I don't know if this uh, if OM run was drinking, but uh, hey, if you were, some good advice. Well, the question is kind of leading towards drinking, possibly like being forced in the hand. Oh, so just just a night, just a thought. <laughs> okay, keep jogging. I'm, I see what you were doing there. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, like it's stuff like this. It's talking with talking with friends, yeah. having some laughs, realizing that it's not the end of the world. Um, and just cheer the, cheer the guys on. I mean, again, when, when the victories are just that much more sweeter when they happen. Yep. And that's why you got to enjoy them, even if they're not the prettiest thing in the world, because it's exactly. a whole lot better than this right now. Exactly. Because we could be two wins right now, but yeah. we're not. We're in seventh seed. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're still in the playoffs after that. So. Yeah. These, these teams change. A whole bunch of other rosters, a whole bunch of other teams are going to change as we go. We'll see. Just got to 
what have we found as Charger fans, man? You just got to hang tight. Just hold on. Hang in there. Put your seatbelt on and hold on. Yeah. It'll be a fun ride, no matter what. For OM sure. Run, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Burley1212. Maybe? Certified Fred. Maybe. Okay. Who asked the question? Oh, if Telesco doesn't make an at least decent corresponding move to these injuries, hoo-ha, should he be canned with the rest of the staff? I tend to think so. Hoo-ha. Telesco survived the Anthony Lynn era. Um, I think he's going to be okay for at least a few more weeks. Um, <laughs> slash eat the rest Give of the season. Give a few more weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's okay. I don't know. The roster is there, man. I, I don't see if you're going to, if, if you want to find somebody to point a finger at, like the roster was there. These guys can't control these injuries, man. Mm-hmm. They just can't do it. You can't control like how people are going to mesh when they get together and play their first four or five weeks of football together. You just can't. You, it's hard though. Cause like at the end of the day, your GM is responsible for putting the team together that wins games. How many teams you got to put together to have a roster to, to fill up all the holes we're missing. You can't have two full I, rosters. I, of I players. know. I know. But if this was his first year and this happened, yeah, it's like, Oh, what are you going to do? But after 10 years and not really very many winning seasons, you run out of opportunities. I think that's what the fan base feels right now. Right. I, sure. I think, you know, we've seen, in the past, situations like injuries come up and we don't necessarily make any adjustments. We don't try to go out and get somebody to replace them. And I think we just saw today that the New York Jets have signed James Robinson after their running back. That's Bruce looking good down. for our fantasy team, by the way. Okay. Be back. <laughs> got that going for Jets. us. Let's go. But uh, that, I think that's the point is people are seeing GMs see like, oh, we lost a player. Player goes down. Let's get somebody else in here. Let's have them step up and do that. Now, obviously, not every team can do that. And Telesco spent a lot of money this offseason picking up a lot of talent. So but they gave up. They gave up a seventh round pick to go get James Robinson. They didn't give up huge capital. Right. I mean, they're still going to pay so, the guy. But yeah, it's. Uh, but he's. I mean, he's on a rookie contract. You can find those guys sure. out there that are not super expensive. Absolutely. At least make a move, and with the hopes of it paying off. Right. It. it I don't know. I don't know. I, I really don't know. Yeah, it's a, there's a lot of holes right now that uh, there's only so many fingers to plug in the dam. Um, whether or not we can find a guy to fill all of those holes remains to be seen. But Burley1212, great question. Thank you for asking it. Let's move it on now to Benjamin. Or Benjamin. I wanted to say Benjamin, your mom, but it's Benjamin. <laughs> Sorry. It's just Benjamin. Just, it's Zombin84. Just, uh, just OG Benjamin. Certified Sorry. Fresh. Who asked the question? Yeah. Is there still hope? Or are we clearing house after? Yeah. No. Number 10, man. There's hope. Uh, There's always hope. We're not. You wouldn't oh. clear house right before. Justin's in, in rookie contract yeah. over. You're you're stacking the next two years easily. easily. Yeah. So I'm yeah, I don't I don't, think I don't so. not not I don't know. I, I I think there could be a move. Um I think you restructure the staff. Uh I don't think Staley's going anywhere. Um I think Telesco potentially um and then coordinators maybe. But I don't I don't I think Staley you kinda like you said, like with the timing of contracts and this and that, and I don't know. I really don't know. As of right now, I, it's it sucks. After a loss like that, it would be nice to be like, let's just implode the whole thing, move back to San Diego and see what happens. 
Um, but yeah, I don't know. Having being a Padre fan, there were several times this season where people were calling for people's jobs. We ended up going on a run to the NLCS best season since 1998. So it's like the season is not over yet. We've played no. seven of 17 regular season games. It's a lot um, of football. So let's 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 play the season out. I don't think there's going to be any midseason changes as far in in those terms. So um, we got to play this thing out, and we'll we have plenty of off season to talk about all that. There you go. Only one way to find out, baby. Mm. Keep watching. Keep supporting. Let's go. <laughs> there you go. Patreon. <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Benjamin, thank you for asking the question. We go out of Ask Bolt Fam with the broads who asked the question. I don't know if I can even find the funny from this deep, dark cave of despair, but we don't want you guys to be too sad, so we got to at least attempt to lighten the mood. My wonderful broad of a mother joined us for the game on Sunday, and I'm not going to lie. I was glad to have my mommy with me after <laughs> seeing so many of our boys in Navy getting owie after owie. <laughs> our question is, have you ever brought your mothers to a Charger game? If so, what was it like? If not yet, what do you imagine it would be like? Mothers are the best, and mother trucking injuries are the worst. <laughs> Keep in touch. Have a great summer. Okay, love you. Bye. Great summer. Uh, <laughs> Hags, yearbook. Hags. Mom, so <laughs> Hags is have a great summer. Oh, I was hags. like, wait a minute. They're broads. They're not Hags. What's the matter with you? <laughs> hags, broads. <laughs> um, all right. Well, have we, they, either of you brought uh, Mama Doug into the game? We've gone to games with Mom before, but we we overwhelmed our mom so much with football. Yeah, right? not at SoFi. She's not come to SoFi yet. That is, yeah. she th she's not a fan. Like she's a fan <laughs> of the Chargers, right? But like her whole day being football, she's just doing. She's done too much of that in her lifetime. It's kind of like us with going to her dance competition. I'm My never mom doing it again. Studio for a long time. I'm never doing. I it will again. never go again. I, I think that's why God blessed us with all boys. That's exactly why he did. Because he didn't yeah. want us to have to go to another dance competition. So I don't blame yeah. her. I don't blame her at all. Yeah, no. it's probably PTSD going to, yeah. if she went to well, a Charger game. And we talked about this a while ago. Our dad used to send her out on scouting trips where she would go stand on a ladder and For shoot a whole football. bunch of 10 and 11 year olds play football. So my dad had some scouting tape on these kids. Yeah, I mean, it was, <laughs> my a, it was a huge advantage for us, but yeah, yeah not fun for mom. So not worth <laughs> She didn't get mama. to watch us play. She was scouting. <laughs> if mom wanted to come, we would have bought four season tickets and she could come to every single game if she yeah, wanted. That would be but, sick. Yeah, she's, when even when I go over to their house on the away games and watch the game, she's, She's cooking or cleaning or she just stays busy while the game's going on so that she doesn't have to deal. <laughs> She's seen my her. My dad and I get a little heated when we're <laughs> watching the football game. And it's not, all, you, you can catch some crossfire if you're not careful. <laughs> She's seen enough grown men cry at her house too much to not be happy yeah. about it. Yeah. Wow. Um, but she's the best. What about is. Mama Wooldog? Mama Wooldog has not gone to a football game, but knowing how she has kind of come around to being a Charger fan and a fan of Justin Herbert, I think she would have a blast at a football game. I know that honorary she would, broad. She might be an honorary broad, brisket broads. If you need to uh, send my mom an honorary uh, broad bonnet, uh, let me know. I'll uh, I will cover the shipping fee. Broaden it. <laughs> Um, but no, she, I think she would have a blast at a, at a charger game for sure. I think, uh, being around the crowd and the excitement and everything like that, I don't know that she's been to a football game at all, 
let alone a charter football game. And now that she's actually a fan of the team, uh, she would, I could just see her having an absolute blast of a time. So, uh, maybe we'll see if we can work it out in the future. Maybe time, only time will tell. Only time will tell. Only... Why don't we get both of our moms to go? <laughs> Be like, just one Walter of them. Hey, you guys don't know each other. Yeah. You guys don't know each other. Why don't you go to this game together for football game? <laughs> yeah. Mama Good Doug luck. is sitting there, arms crossed, not in, having any fun, yeah. and my mom's out there imagine you, hollering. Imagine you take into a game like that, drink. where yeah. you're just like sitting there. <laughs> if my mom was there, she would have fun. Oh, she would, but she wouldn't ever want. Like she wouldn't be like, "Oh, can I go? Let's let's go." Type All of right. a, type of a deal. She'd have to be forced at gunpoint to go. <laughs> then she'll have a good time. And I'll do respect. Those dance competitions weren't that bad, but really they were. They were pretty bad. In all honesty. All right. We love our moms here at the Charger Chat, and we so love the much. broads. Thank you so much for asking the question, and thank you, everybody, for asking questions in this Ask Bolt fam. We made it through pretty unscathed, and we've got a bye week coming up this week, so we can all just meditate and release some of that bad energy. Just let it go. Yeah. And look forward to the next game, but uh, I think that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat. Any final thoughts there, gentlemen? <sighs> Just, just, just take a breath, relax. Take a breath. You got a day, you got a couple days, a week. Yeah, take a to, weekend. Take a vacation. Go, go do something. Go do something fun this yeah, weekend. Staycation. Yeah. Watch. Get a family fun center. Put some <laughs> colorful balls boats? around. Let's for go. Pete's sake. Sign me up. All right. Something like that. Sounds nice. Do something nice for yourself. Treat yourself, folks. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that's gonna do it for us here at Charge of Chat. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Hey, love you, buddy. And now, a word from our sponsors. This Halloween, when you go out in your Chargers gear, just make sure it's not navy blue. <laughs> the Navy Jersey Curse, rated R, starts Friday in theaters everywhere. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.